Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry LeBaugh. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you feeling? Much, much better. Good. Oh, wow. Last week was bad. I know. I'm so sorry. That was really a mess. I'm glad you're back. Coughing, coughing. But actually, I'm surprised at how well I'm doing this week. Good. Well, I've got lots of reasons to be doing well this week. <laughs> it's my birthday week. Yay! Turning 42. Now, I gotta ask, I know you're not a big birthday guy. Nope. So, what are we doing for your birthday? Well, that's a great question, because <laughs> we're supposed to all get together and have beer and pizza. Mm-hmm. But thanks to the things that you've done for today's show, that may be just a little alterations in our plans. <laughs> I think the pizza will still be here, but uh, producer Terry has taken the show in a direction that maybe we'll be having something besides beer. Perhaps some tea liqueurs. Yes, you heard it right. Our esteemed producer decided to make (laughs) some tea liqueurs for the show. We're going to talk about the history of liqueurs, and we're going to taste the three that she made. And later, she'll tell you how you, too, can make some of these wonderful tea liqueurs. They actually start off as descendants of herbal medicine. If you've listened to the show on tea and health, you may recall that I spoke about my time with Dr. Tarone Lodog, and she actually taught me how to make tinctures, which you take medicinal herbs and you put them in vodka, and you right. you basically steep them there, and then you extract them, and then you can use them as a tincture. Yes, you can. I, I have heard of that before, actually. That's right. Well, that's the way it got started. This was back in Italy, 13th century, and it was done by monks. Well, I guess those monks really liked some of those tinctures. They like to drink. <laughs> I, I love them monks. They like their wine, too. <laughs> so that's, that's really where liqueurs get yeah. their start. Well, now they're found everywhere, mm-hmm. and you can use them with lots of things, coffee, but we want to focus on the tea, of course. Now, they're usually served with or after dessert, and they tend to increase in popularity during really rough times. Right, When people are down and out, they still want their liquor, but they have to buy the cheaper stuff. That's right. And And what better way to cover up that horrible taste? Than to mask (laughs) it with a little tea. Well, we made three of them. I shouldn't say we, because you did it. Yeah. I did a um, one of our Darjeelings, and I did our cocoa cream tea, which a lot of people probably don't know about, but it has a little bit of coffee in it. It's a black tea with coffee, Mexican cocoa, creme brulee chips, and yogurt chips. It is quite fabulous. And you made it with vanilla vodka. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to try it. And the other one I made is a monkey-picked oolong, our Taekwon Yin, which I just thought, oh, wow. It's such a flavorful Wouldn't that oolong. be interesting? So, yeah, I haven't tasted these yet. We will see. Well, actually, we're about ready to do that. So, <laughs> stick around because on the other side of the break you're going to hear what we have to say about the three tea liqueurs that my beautiful producer Terry (laughs) made for me. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Sarah from the Maya Tea Company and I want to know what happened to tea time? I know, I know, it seems like this ancient ritual, but it's not all about the porcelain cups and crumpets. It's all about a break from your busy lifestyle. When I was growing up, my parents would sit at the breakfast table together every morning and split a pot of coffee. They'd trade the newspaper back and forth and just enjoy each other before waking the kids up or rushing off to work. That was their American tea time. And now, even that seems old-fashioned. We've entered into this age of breakfast bars and Starbucks drive throughs and any amount of relaxation comes with a little bit of guilt. That's why it's more important than ever to fight for your right to relax. We should be on the front lines for tea time, and it doesn't really matter what you put in your cup. 
It could be tea, it could be coffee, it could be a smoothie, just a glass of water. Just take a moment every day to enjoy yourself, to enjoy your life, and if you do enjoy tea, we can help. We've got something for everybody at www.mayatea.com. And don't forget that coupon code, STEEP. Cheers! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry LeBaugh, who has been kind enough to bring tea liqueurs to the studio. We were inspired to do our series of shows on tea and alcoholic beverages because of a project that we had for the Dogfish Head Brewing Company based out of Milton, Delaware. Mm -hmm. They had us send a bunch of our chai to their brewery because they're going to make a chai beer. Yeah, I'm really excited about this actually it's going to take a while before they're able to send us something because it takes like six or eight weeks for that brew to get to a point that Uh they can ship it but when it's here we'll let you know what our thoughts are but since we couldn't wait for them to brew us a batch producer terry decided to make a few tea liqueurs of her own and we're going to try them we started off with the Taekwon Yin, and that's an oolong tea. And it's kind of a strong oolong yeah. as far as oolongs go. Very floral. Very floral. Got some beautiful nutty notes to it. Ah, dang it, it's good. And in this <laughs> vodka, it was spectacular, I have to tell you. I, I like it. it too, a lot. Actually, I was I haven't tried any of these until now when we're recording That's them. Right. And I love them. The oolong tastes like oolong. That was one of the biggest things with all the other liqueurs we've tried that are supposedly tea. You can't taste the tea at all. With this one, it's just, yeah. ugh. It's yeah, you could so hear the good. angel. You could hear the angel <laughs> sing with that particular taekwondo, and it was really, really good. Man. And the second one you did was our cocoa cream. Now, that's a black tea. It is. With a little coffee, some Mexican cocoa, and some creme brulee flavors. And I thought I put sugar in it, but apparently I did not. I only put sugar in one of them. I think it would have been even better with sugar in it, but I don't think it totally needed it. No, you put it on vanilla vodka, and already right, that was sort already of kind of in sweet. a particular direction. Oh, but it is good. It is good. But the one thing I will say is apparently the vodka pulls a lot of flavor out of coffee. Yes. Even though the coffee in this tea, I mean, we mixed it in the actual dry tea leaves. We put a few coffee beans in there. But it's minimal, isn't it? It's not a lot of coffee no. in there. But apparently it's really pulling those flavors right. big time. And so you really get a good strong flavor of both the tea and the coffee. I'm surprised. I also taste, I'm not sure if it's the cocoa or the creme brulee, but I taste something else. Or maybe it's just the vanilla vodka I taste in it. All, all three of them. Together, they're really good. I it think we'll good. add a little sweetener I to that. I can picture putting that into coffee. I can picture making a white Russian with that. Mm. Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is going to be good. Finally, (laughs) finally, we had a Darjeeling, which you actually added a little sweetener. I did. I put a little bit of just plain white sugar in it and shook it up really good. And, um, yeah, it tastes like Darjeeling. It tastes fabulous. And I love Darjeeling (laughs) teas. And this is one of my favorites, the second flush. And it has all of the beautiful layered flavors. I mean, it really comes through. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of these. I'm glad they turned out well. Well, I think we are going to have a little Maya Tea Company tea liqueur tasting for my birthday party. we should. Absolutely. I'd be happy to share. I think it's going to be really, really fun. Also, I just wanted to point out one thing. Traditionally, these are made with crappy vodka. You gave me really, really nice 
nice vodka. So I will point out that they may not taste as good with lower shelf vodka when people make these at home. But if you use Vox, it really <laughs> comes through. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about how producer Terry made these beautiful tea liqueurs. So you'll definitely want to stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, my name is Roxanne and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now, Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it. Sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics and have put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house, but I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my pomegranate mojito tea, as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, salute. Welcome back to Sleeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry LeBaugh, talking about tea liqueurs. In fact, we tried a few and uh, loved them. Tastes great. They were all pretty delicious. I was a little surprised. I had a little trepidation about <laughs> tasting them. I thought, well, what are they going to taste like? But they turned out to be utterly fabulous. Thank you. I think we will be serving them for sure at my birthday celebration later we this should. week. If you folks have a question about anything related to tea and liqueurs or tea-related anything, please send us an email. Our email address here at the show is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you're a fan of the show, fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And for a lot of the teas that we talked about here on the show, you can find them at our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, as well as steepingaround.com, where you find our shows and all kinds of information on tea in general. So, Terry, I have to ask you the $64,000 question. How did you make these amazing tea liqueurs? Okay, well, the standard recipe calls for a gallon of vodka, which obviously I did not have. So for this recipe, I'll break it down in a smaller quantity. Start with about three cups of vodka. That was about what I used in each batch. I also used quite a bit of tea. For only three cups of vodka, I used about five tablespoons of tea. That's a lot. Each. The reason why is normally you would let these sit for a lot longer. You could use a lot less mm. and just let them steep longer for like a week, ideally. But because I only had a few days, I doubled the recipe. I would have probably used about half of that, which is still a lot. 
but I wanted you to be able to taste those flavors after only two days. So I really made them strong. For most people, if you were using three cups and you had a whole week to let it sit, I'd go maybe three tablespoons, no, no more than that. So a tablespoon for every <clears throat> cup of vodka. Definitely. And steeped for about a week. A week. And now how much sugar did you add to the Darjeeling? Because that's really tasty. It's about, for the amount of vodka I used, honestly, it was kind of a lot of sugar. It was about a half a cup. Wow, that is a lot. And the reason is it takes the bitter, hard edge off the vodka. Not that, I mean, this vodka is pretty good, but for most of the cheap vodka that you would normally use, it does help to smooth out those smooth out the rough, rough edges. Spots. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, that's really it. You can do this recipe with citrus rinds. You can do it with cinnamon apple. Oh, cinnamon apple bourbon is fantastic, by the way. <laughs> okay. Um, mint. Mint is really easy. Uh, any kind of herbal teas, you know, I should have done an herbal tea mixture and I didn't think about it, but anything herbal would have been great. Coffee beans is really common. But yeah, that's pretty much it. The secret is just putting in something that you find delicious into a very plain vodka, sweetening it with a little bit of sugar and then letting it go. Well, it was fantastic. Thank you very much for You're making welcome. them. welcome. I'm so glad you like them. Yes, definitely. Well, we want to close out our series on tea and liquor with a toast. I drink to the health of another, and the other I drink to is he. In the hope that he drinks to another, and the other he drinks to is me. Salud. Cheers. Well, next week, we are going to move on to tea and charity. We actually have a company that is doing tea out of Kenya and doing some amazing work with the ladies there in yeah. terms of the packaging. They're we're really awesome. We're going to interview Ajiri Tea. So if you want to hear a really great story about what tea can do for the lives of others, you'll definitely want to tune in. Till next week, please remember, as you are steeping around, toast someone you love. Cheers. Cheers.